This MoneyWise podcast is underwritten in part by Praxis Mutual Funds, a leading faith-based family of mutual funds helping people integrate their finances with their values since 1994. With Praxis, your investments can make a difference for you and the world around you. Learn more at PraxisMutualFunds.com. want to align our faith with our investments, but are you only thinking of what to invest in or avoid? Hi, I'm Rob West. There are many ways you can make a real difference for the kingdom and provide for your family. I'll talk about that with Mark Regeer today, and then it's on to your calls at 800-525-7000. That's 800-525-7000. This is MoneyWise biblical wisdom for your financial decisions. So our guest today is Mark Regeer, Vice President of Stewardship Investing for Praxis Mutual Funds. He's been working in the field of faith-based investing for over 25 years. He's a good friend, and Mark, delighted to have you back on the program. It's good to be back, Rob, it's, and it's really an honor to be able to share with your audience. Well, I'm delighted you are. I know this is a topic that a growing number of people are very interested in. Uh, We're going to explore a number of investing opportunities, Mark, that have real impact for the kingdom in just a moment. But first, this whole idea reminds me of a passage in Romans 12, verse 2. It says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Uh, Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. You you know, uh, this is really a great passage of Scripture because it can challenge us as Christians to be both humble and diligent, prudent and innovative, slow to anger, and also committed to our community. You know, we should really keep that verse in mind and see it as a challenge as we approach investing. Yeah, I think it's something that should be in the forefront as we think about this topic. All right, well, you've been in the field of faith-based investing for a long time, and why do you think, Mark, it's taken so long for people to recognize that there are many ways to make an impact for kingdom values? I think we've had a long history um, of Christians reflecting their values primarily through the screening out of certain stocks. And while this is is very appropriate, it also has limited real-world impact. But there's also exciting newer work that's happening around the field of uh, of sort of targeted but often private investments. And these are often available only to high net worth investors. But today, I think we can explore a whole range of opportunities for making real change that are available to everyday investors. I love that because, you know, as we think about applying our biblical worldview to every facet of our lives for so long, Mark, this idea of investing being one of those opportunities has just not been on the radar of many Christians. And yet to think about the opportunity to grow what God has entrusted to us and to do it in not only a way that aligns with our values, but it's going to make a difference in the lives of God's people. That's an opportunity, frankly, most people just didn't realize was a available to them, right? That That is so true. And, you know, we've been really excited over the last number of years to build out at Praxis Mutual Funds seven different strategies that we apply across uh, the range of our, our five mutual funds that allow people really to claim and to become involved in that real change that we think we can have uh, help happen for God's values in this world. And we're terribly excited about that. 
Well, I'm excited as well, Mark, and I know we're going to unpack these opportunities just after the break, but set this up for us. What are those categories of impact, if you will, that we're going to be exploring? Well, I think today what we're going to do is explore three particular areas that I think have the deepest and richest stories for how our investments can make a change in the world. The first one will be uh, positive impact bonds. This is the transformation of sort of that sleepy corner of fixed income uh, and showing how it can be used to really make a difference in the world. Then we'll talk about shareholder advocacy, engaging the corporations that have so much influence on our world and, and affect our, uh, the lives of, of millions. Uh, and finally, we'll talk about community development investing. This is, a, for us, a real call to reach out to those on the margins, those on the edges of society, and to, to lift them up, bring them into the economic system, help them gain wholeness and opportunity in an economic sense as well as uh, a personal sense. So very exciting work, and we're glad to share it with uh, this audience. Well, I am as well. And Mark, you've been at this for 25 years, but just in the last several years, we're seeing a real change in trajectory in terms of folks becoming aware and choosing to use faith-based investments, aren't we? We certainly are. And it's, it's, a, it's really empowering, I think, for the faith community. Yeah. Well, we've got a lot more to come on this topic. Mark Regeer with us today, Vice President of Stewardship Investing for Praxis Mutual Funds. You can learn more at PraxisMutualFunds.com. We'll unpack this and much more, plus your questions coming up later in the broadcast at 800-525-7000. We'll be right back. At MoneyWise, we are on a mission to educate, equip, and connect you and many others with the powerful financial answers found in God's Word through national radio programs, our app, website, and other resources. If you've benefited from MoneyWise and believe in this mission, would you consider becoming a monthly MoneyWise patron? Check out all the benefits of a MoneyWise patron's membership at moneywise.org and click Give on the homepage. My name is Kent, and I'm a member of Christian Healthcare Ministries. I have a friend who actually has great insurance, and she recently had a, a life-threatening experience, and she was laying in the hospital bed afraid, not afraid for her life, but afraid of what her insurance would or would not cover. And as a CHM member, I can honestly say I just never have that fear. I can't tell you the, the peace of mind that provides. Learn more about Christian Healthcare Ministries' biblical cost sharing at chministries.org. Great to have you with us today on Money Wise. I'm Rob West, your host. Joining me today, my friend Mark Regeer. He's Vice President of Stewardship Investing for Praxis Mutual Funds. We're talking about the exciting developments in the faith-based investing space. And we're going to be talking about several of those impact opportunities, how you can have real impact through the deployment of capital, whether it's impact bonds or shareholder advocacy or even community development investing. But Mark, I want to start with impact bonds. Uh, what are they and how do they differ from traditional bonds that most of us have in some form in our portfolios? And to the topic today, how can they make a real difference for kingdom values? 
Well, impact bonds offer us the opportunity to not just sort of lend money to um, businesses or corporations, which is what traditional bonds do, but to lend that money in a way that generates a particular social or even environmental impact. And we call that climate and community for us. And and the exciting part is that we can have greater control uh, over how the impact of that money is being felt uh, around the world. I love that. You know, a lot of folks are thinking about including bonds in their portfolio, especially as we start to see the peak of the interest rates. But to couple that income and perhaps stability in the portfolio with real impact is something that hasn't been on their radar previously. All right. You also mentioned shareholder advocacy or engagement. Uh, What does that mean to you? And how have you seen this process become a real opportunity for kingdom change in our world? Well, the process of shareholder advocacy is really the process of engaging uh, companies based on our ownership of their stock. So we have sort of a seat at the table, if you will. And just as if you and I were in business together and we saw something of concern going on, it would be our responsibility to speak up and uh, and, and to say something. And so that's the process that, that hundreds of shareholders uh, around the world and across this country do um, every year, engaging corporations on issues of concern. We work closely with um, coalition partners through particularly the Interfaith Center on corporate responsibility, which brings Mm. together several hundred institutional faith-based and values-driven investors so that we have a a unified voice in working on a wide, wide range of topics, engaging literally hundreds of companies uh, every year. And it's, it's a, I think it's a great witness. It's a great opportunity to stand with. And most importantly, these changes where you're making changes in the policies and approaches of corporations, whether it be um, protecting creation, whether it be working at human rights standards, whether it be um, making sure that labor is treated with respect and dignity, um, these things change the course of people's lives and can do so in a much quicker way uh, than many other sort of means of trying to allocate capital. So it's terribly exciting and it's, it's hard work, but it's good work. It sure is. Can you give us an example, perhaps, of one of these engagement and how it worked out and made a real world difference? Sure. Um, well, we've worked on a wide range of issues over Praxis's 26 years. Um, one of the ones that has, I think, made a lasting impact on our staff and on our shareholders as well is, is a long, long history of work in modern slavery and human trafficking, which mm. we've been engaged in over 15 years. And we've worked in a, a wide range of, of forms of this sort of problem, including child labor in the cocoa fields, sex trafficking related to major sporting events like the Olympics and um, the Super Bowl, um, also forced labor, whether that be on shrimp boats in Thailand or in tomato fields in Florida. Um, there's just so many different forms today, you wouldn't think, but today we still face um, forced labor, bonded labor uh, in so many different ways. But but. One of the more recent examples that I'd love to share with with your audience today is the work that we've done over the last number of years with um, transportation companies, because human trafficking requires, of course, the movement of people, uh, often against their will, um, to various parts of the world. And, of course, airlines can be a major conduit for some of this work. And so um, 
the through the the collective partnerships at the Interface Center on Corporate Responsibility, we've uh, been working with Delta over the last number of years to help them implement training programs to help them um, uh, help both their own staff as well as um, visitors and travel fellow travelers to be aware of this problem. And as someone who travels fairly frequently and often travels on Delta, uh, it's been uh, it's been very gratifying to see to hear public service announcements, to see ads in the back of seat back videos, yes. uh, to hear announcements, even personal anecdotes being shared by um, flight attendants who basically remind people that this is happening and all and subtly call us to all look around in the in the airplane and wonder, mm-hmm. huh, is there somebody here who looks like they may be here against their will and how do we respond? So terribly exciting work that literally can transform lives of those who have been caught in this system. Yeah, and what a great example of how corporate engagement and advocacy can actually work uh, toward real impact. All right, this final area that we're going to discuss today is community development investing. Uh, How is it different from other targeted impact-oriented investments? Well, community investments exist as a catalytic form of capital. And so, Included in the Praxis Mutual Funds, and every one of them, is a 1% commitment to this space. Uh, admittedly, m- many of these investments are below market, um, but they are generally secure and very productive in terms of, n- of their social performance. And so uh, our goal in partnering, particularly with um, Calvert Impact Capital, who's been our longtime partner for over two decades, we, we've, we allocate today about $18 million dollars uh, that goes to uh, help um, nonprofit organizations work in a variety of fields, basically with those who would not have access to capital. So this could be through um, supporting the provision of low-income housing, can be offering uh, microloans uh, overseas. It can be working at helping uh, um, certain communities access solar uh, or, or um, um, renewable energy where they might not otherwise have access. So um, lots of opportunity, and but this capital is necessary at a discount to some degree so that this work can be done with a portion of our population that otherwise just couldn't buy into the system uh, and and make make a better life for themselves. And this is is really, I think, doing holy work. Um, it's something that I just recently wrote an article about uh, in Green Money Journal that sort of highlights why people of faith need to think about this space as part of their calling to stand with the poor, to stand with the marginalized, to lift up the oppressed. Uh, this is a unique opportunity to do that in a sustainable, uh, life-giving, life-transforming way. Mm. And Mark, we have the ability to invest in these types of investments you're talking about, these impact mutual funds, uh, and still seek a competitive return on our money, right? We're not necessarily giving up the opportunity to see this grow. Right. You're right. And that's, I mean, obviously, that's why we have chosen to include these types of below market investments as a very small piece of a much bigger mutual fund that is very competitive, very focused on delivering to our uh, clients and investors um, the type of returns that they need to provide for their families, to provide for their institutions. That's great. Mark, how can folks get more information? Well, we certainly welcome their visiting our website at uh, www.praxismutualfunds.com and uh, checking us out on the web. Uh, Lots of information. That's great. Mark, thanks for stopping by. Thank you.
Mark Regeer, Vice President of Stewardship Investing for Praxis Mutual Funds, has been our guest today. That website, again, for more information is praxismutualfunds.com. We'll be back with much more just around the corner. Stay with us. Siri, I need some advice. What's up? I have questions about planning for retirement, long-term care insurance. I don't know where to start. It sounds like you need the MoneyWise app. It's a free app that will help you find those answers and more. Really? Sure thing. You can ask your questions within the app and access helpful articles and MoneyWise podcasts. Sounds great. Siri, download the MoneyWise app. Okay. Searching for MoneyWise on the App Store. Learn more at app.moneywise.org. We are grateful for support from LightPoint Portfolios, which seeks out family and faith-friendly investments for 401k and 403b plans, integrating faith values and fiduciary duty. LightPoint Portfolios offers retirement plans for a variety of organizations such as businesses, nonprofits, and churches. And we're grateful for their sponsorship of the MoneyWise program. More information is available at lightpointportfolios.com. You're listening to Money Wise. I'm Rob West. So glad you decided to join us. And if you've been having trouble getting through on the phone, uh, you can always email it in. We'd love to hear from you. Here's the email. It's questions at moneywise.org. And we talk God's money, recognizing our role as stewards and looking to God's word as the counsel for how we should manage his money. The wisdom that is unchanging in these changing and uncertain times, we can look to God's word in all areas of our life, beginning with trusting Jesus as our Lord and Savior, and then beyond that as stewards of all that God has entrusted to us, and that includes the financial resources he's entrusted to us. You know, stewardship is much bigger than just money, but as it relates to this program, we want to find God's heart as it relates to how we manage the financial resources that he has entrusted to us. Let's do that together. 800-525-7000 is the number to call. Back to the phones to beautiful Boca Raton. Donna, thank you for calling. Go right ahead. I'm calling about single-life annuities. I retired almost two years ago from a government position, and I am receiving a pension. But prior to retirement, I entered a drop program. Right. Recently, I received a notification from my financial institution talking about an annual lifetime income illustration, which is what they're calling a... um, uh, single life annuity. A, a single life annuity. Yes. And mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not sure where to look at that because, um, you know, because of everything that's going on with the economy and everything else. But I am currently renting. I'm 68. I'm single. I have no children. And I really basically have to look at this towards my own benefits and for my future. Yes. And are you living off of any part of this money right now, or is this money that you're going to tap down the road? Well, right now I'm just living on Social Security and my pension. Okay. And that's enough to cover your bills? Um, barely, because everything is getting so much more expensive. It's, it's really gotten that. tight. Sure. Yeah. And how much do you have available through the DROP program? Uh-huh. How much is available in that account if you were to take um, a lump sum? 
$110,000. Okay. Yeah. So you've got a lot of money there. So I think, you know, your options are you could either roll that out from the drop program to an IRA, take a lump sum distribution, and then have that managed for you. And, you know, at this point, it would be not a bad time to get that invested for you, just given what's going on in the market and the fact that, you know, you would benefit from the recovery. I'd probably have that in a fairly conservative portfolio, probably no more than 40% allocated to stocks, maybe even 30%, depending on how conservative you want to be and the rest in bonds. And, you know, once you're ready to start drawing from it, you might want to think in terms of pulling about 4% a year. So on 110000 that would be about $365 a month where you'd main, try to maintain the principal balance but supplement your Social Security and pension just to have a little bit extra cushion. The other option is this single life annuity. And basically what they mean by that is a single life annuity just speaks to the fact that there's only the payout only happens during the life of one individual. So at your death, the payments would stop with a single life payout as opposed to a joint life payout where it might continue to a spouse, which is not applicable uh, in your case. And the single life payouts are generally larger on a per month basis because they stop upon the death of the annuitant whenever that is. Now, there's two different types of single life annuities. You can have a fixed where there's a guaranteed rate of return attached to it or a variable, which is a little riskier because it's based on the performance of the underlying investments in the portfolio. Although to protect the downside, sometimes there's a floor on what you can lose, but you do give up some on the upside in exchange for that. Um, So that would be a situation where if you said, listen, I don't want to have the market risk associated with this 110000 I want a guaranteed return. And then at some point down the road, I want to take what it grows to through that the amount that you put in plus the guaranteed return, and I want to convert it to an income stream, which is called annuitizing, and that would just continue until you die, and then it would stop, and they would keep the rest of the money. It wouldn't go to heirs or family or friends. Uh, it would just stop at that point. That's going to maximize your payout based on what it grows to. So I think the question here is, do you want to take the 110000 turn it over to an advisor, and then have it managed conservatively, realizing you're taking some risk, but the benefit is you'd have access to the money if you needed it for long-term care, if you needed it for assisted living, or you had a major expense, you'd be able to access that 110000 versus the annuity where you don't have the market risk, you're transferring that to the insurance company, but you lose access to the money unless you pay you know, penalties and so forth. And then at some point, you'd convert that to an income stream to supplement your other income sources. Does that all make sense? That is my concern, was my long-term care. I don't have children. I have nieces and nephews, and, but they're all far away. They, they, they don't live near me, and I wouldn't want to you know, want them to take care of me. So I want to be able to take care of myself. So long-term care is very important to me. So that would really be um, a factor in deciding what I need to do. 
Yeah. And I think, you know, that's going to come down to, you know, do you want to get a long-term care insurance policy? Although at age 68, it's going to be very expensive. Or do you want to try to cover that through the annuity? So just for an example, you know, a typical $100,000 annuity on a single life payout at age 70 would pay about $600 a month versus what I was saying is, you know, you could probably pull, if you take 4% a year on that same 110000 you could probably pull about $365 a month. But you remember, you're, you're protecting the principal, so you can always tap into it if you need it versus the annuity where you're just going to get this income stream for the rest of your life and then it goes away. You don't have access to the principal at that point. Perhaps if you're unclear as to what direction you might want to go, I think connecting with a certified kingdom advisor there in Boca might make some sense, Donna, somebody who can just look at your whole situation, talk to you about you know various scenarios moving forward using your actual drop balance and the various options that are being presented to you so you can make a good decision. And you can find a CKA there in Boca by uh, heading to our website, uh, moneywise.org, and just click find a CKA. Is that helpful? I definitely will, Rob. Thank you so okay. much. You've, you've helped me so much. Thank you. Well, I'm delighted about that. Thank you so much. And we appreciate your call today. May God bless you. Well, folks, uh, we are about out of time today, but we appreciate so much all of your calls. You know, here's what we want to do each day on this broadcast. We want to understand God's heart as it relates to our money, because we know there's 2,300 verses in God's Word that deal with money and possessions. And the reason for that is because there's so much to say about our money and our hearts and ultimately our walk with the Lord. Would you come back and join us tomorrow? We'll be here for another edition of Money Wise. Money Wise is provided by Money Wise Media and listeners like you.